In the late 80s, early 90s, directors Rocky Morton and Annabelle Jankel embarked on a project never really before attempted uh, to create a first video game movie adaptation. Never been done. Everything seemed to be going well. Nintendo loved the idea. They were the pitched a gritty retelling of a famous plumbing brothers but after a while the scripts got thrown out and Disney took over and there's some behind the scenes bits where people aren't talking and what we get really in 1993 is a movie which has nothing really to do with Mario Brothers it's a massive fuck up which the cast hated people on the scenes hated Bob Hoskins drunk a lot but over the years, this film has become a massive cult classic. So join us this week on So Bad Is It Good as we walk the dinosaur and trust the fungus and ask the question, is Super Mario Brothers really bad or is it that good? Hi, and welcome to So Bad Is It Good. I am your host, Mark Goddard. This week, we are going 90s and a little bit mental, which still feels like 80s, and we've got some other films coming out around exactly the same week as this, which are much, much better. I am your host, Mark Goddard, and as always, I am joined by my ragtag group of fellow reviewers. So, first up, we have from the Groovy Movie Reviews, it's Chloe Davies. Hello. We have... Also, my two co-hosts from the Snakebite Horrorcast, it's Nile Whitlock. Or do we say hello at the same time? Should we do it? Yeah, let's do it. You ready? Okay. Three, two, one. Hello. Hello. So, guys. <laughs> so, guys, episode two. So, last week, last week, last month, we did um, Killer Snowmen. And this time, we're going into the world of dinosaurs. So, Marcus, as always, as my intro guy, Marcus, tell us a little bit about Super Mario Brothers the movie. <laughs> Right. Now, clearly, people were on mushrooms when they were making this. Uh, it being the 90s until uh, would not surprise me. Imagine Super Mario Bros, but the storyline has been made into jigsaw pieces, and someone has thrown them into a pot, and they've picked them out at random, and that's how they play the story. It doesn't match up to the video games. <laughs> it's more like Mad Max and Star Trek mixed together, <laughs> with a bit of Jurassic Park in there. So yeah, two plumbers, trying to battle out against rival plumbers, as you do. But naturally, this obviously means there is a, a portal <laughs> to an alternate dimension, which they have to go through. It the the two the two brothers, two plumbers, Mario, Luigi, uh, or Mario, Mario, and Luigi to Mario, which always makes me laugh. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense, does <laughs> it? They, oh, they go to this like Mad Max universe, and uh, yeah, turns out uh, King Cooper Cooper is that the one? Yeah, we'll go with it. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. he. Uh, is trying to get out of his dimension and overtake the uh, human dimension by getting shiny rock, which then merges with meteor that it chipped off of, which destroyed the dinosaurs, but is now there still. And these dinosaurs are actually goonas. <laughs> Go- goonas? <laughs> goons. Yeah, they're goons. Uh, I think gooners is something completely different. <laughs> I might have to look up what that actually is. <laughs> That's a different Mario Brothers movie. Yeah, he, uh, <laughs> he has a, a machine that can evolve things and de-evolve things. So he takes people he doesn't like and he de-evolves them into goobers. Goomers? Go- <laughs> <laughs> By the way, 
Gooners is a term for people who support Arsenal. Oh, I'm thinking a completely different type of gooning. Uh, continue. So, as I was saying, it devolves them into the Goonies, <laughs> which is even better. And uh, yeah, he uh, can evolve some of them, like he does his cousins, <laughs> into intelligent individuals who uh, aren't so intelligent. And, and yeah, Super Mario Brothers saved the day, as you can imagine, uh, given by the title. And then they do it. They finally say the title by saying, these guys are Super Mario Brothers. And I'm like, they did it. He said the thing. And uh, the princess that they're saving isn't Peach, as you would probably guess. It's Daisy for some reason. <laughs> when the fuck did she come into the film? Oh, she is actually in the original games, so I'm going to let them have that one. Yeah, uh, okay, fair enough. Uh, yeah, they, they save the day, and everyone is okay that a, a dimension apparently exists with dinosaurs. And we get to see Yoshi, who looks not like Yoshi. Ah, oh, I'm sorry, this film is just all over the place. It is all over the place, and it goes to show with all the back back of house kind of stuff, the amount of kind of what they originally plotted to Nintendo and what Nintendo agreed to, and then what they finally got was so so vastly different. But um, what I'm gonna do is go for you guys and see what you guys thought. So I'm gonna start with Chloe. Uh, Chloe, what did you think of the Mario Brothers movie? It was tonally insane. Um... Obviously, there was so much, so many arguments on set and everything. And I know they, I think the filmmakers wanted to make a gritty film. The studio obviously wanted something more kid friendly because that's who plays the games. But I just love how insane it is. It's kind of psychedelic. It's a little bit Blade Runner. Um, just you look at it compared to the games, and it's like so different. It's I just can't believe how many like famous faces they got in this film. I mean, we've got. Dennis Hopper is who is super creepy. Aunt Petunia from Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. That woman from American Psycho. Um, just everyone I looked at I was like, I know them. Um, and it was crazy. So, yeah, I, I did enjoy it, though, unlike most people. I mean, the cast could have been so much different, though, because originally the King Cooper character was supposed to, was, was offered originally to Arnold Schwarzenegger. That been uh, he turned it down. <laughs> oh, that been there cool. were so many casting changes. I think Michael Keaton was supposed to be in it at some point. Um, yeah, he was basically Cooper as well. Out. Yeah, and apparently Tom Hanks was offered it, but then Nintendo went, "Nah, you're right," because he had a quite a couple of films, but he wasn't kind he of. Had some um, didn't he at the time? Yeah, <laughs> so they went, "Nah, he's not a great actor." And then he went out and had like several massive movies. Uh, how about you, now? What do you think of this one? Um, well, this was the part of '90s where I grew up, so it felt pretty familiar. To be honest, it was a Power Rangers film before Power Rangers was a thing. It just if you just squint your eyes at it and pretend there's a big mech fight in the middle, it, it yeah, it was Power Rangers. Um, it's just such a mess. I can't, I like, if I was Nintendo, I, whoever paid for this got a really bad deal. But mm-hmm. who wants to guess how much this movie cost? It was way over budget, I know that, and they'd made about half of the amount of money back. <laughs> I've, I've got both figures here, oh. so whoever wants to take a guess... So now they made what about thirty nine million worth. Thirty nine million they... is a number. That's how much it made. Yeah. So how much did they spend on so it? So about sixty million. Ooh, lower. Oh, lower. Fifty five. Fifty. <laughs> lower. So like forty eight. Forty. Fifteen pound. No, it's uh, forty eight <laughs> million pound they spent on it. Fuck. Somehow man. it's got to all be that's, the cast. That's such though, a big loss. Although, I will say, I think the sets 
are brilliant. I thought it looked really cool. Mm. Like the detail on everybody's costumes and just everything looks so cool, but it's just mm. taken away by how shit the film is. Like, well, that's because originally, because it was supposed to be so gritty originally, that's why it was so dark and grin- gringy. It's supposed to be uh, sex workers and like really kind of dark adult themed stuff in it. Which by the time they then changed the script, they already had the sets built. So they kind of went, oh, fuck it, we'll just use the sets. Yeah. Which is good because that, I mean, if you take that away, I can't think of a single positive thing. Um... <laughs> Nor can Bob Hoskins. Well, I just, yeah, it's just bizarre. I just feel like there was lots, with the you talking about like arguments, I've got a feeling that they had one kid thing like, okay, they'll dress up like plumbers halfway through. They go, okay, fine, but we get to stab a dinosaur with a knife. <laughs> okay, fine, we'll let you do that. <laughs> um, yeah, it was just really strange. I'm still sort of, I still sort of feel like it was a dream. <laughs> <laughs> it is like an acid dream. I'll give it that. Yeah. How about you, Marcus? Your thoughts on the film? I mean, first of all, they completely got the age difference between <laughs> the Mario Brothers wrong. <laughs> Nintendo apparently is saying that Mario Brothers are like 26 years old each, roughly. Which does not match mm. up when you've got someone who literally looks like a dad and a son together. <laughs> and it, oh, the film is just... It's funny, but it's... It is literally is it's so it's so bad that it turns good. The the whole way through, they didn't really follow anything to do with Mario. When Luigi finally picked out a mushroom, I was like, "Yes, he's going to eat the mushroom and get power up." And he doesn't. He, that's it. He just like, "Hi, look, it's communicating," then kills it by picking it off the stalk, and it just walks off. Like, where did that come from? That's the thing. There was no actual game references in it. They just had like a completely different object. And then slapped the character's name on yeah. it. Like, it's a mm. it's a dinosaur. Well, that can be Yoshi. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was the well, Yoshi, extent of the game. I mean, Yoshi was a last-minute addition. Because when they originally started scripting it, Mario World hadn't come out yet by that point. So, in 1990, Mario World came out on the NES. The SNES, sorry. And that's when it went... Oh, you know what? We'll set it in a dino world and we'll, uh, we'll shove Yoshi in there as well. He seems to be popular. That's so bad. The only reason I could tell that was Yoshi was because he stuck his tongue out to grab the lady's leg. And I was mm. thinking, wait, is that Yoshi? And then they said Yoshi's name later on. I was like, oh, <laughs> that's the only reference it has. It's a Frankenstein's monster of a film, this. Yeah. The other thing as well with it is um, <laughs> they just happened to find a locker that just so happened to have the correct costumes both fitting both of them. It, it's like, oh, okay. You've finally done it. you finally wore the right outfits. <laughs> an hour in, isn't yeah. it? And uh, the Big Bertha scene. That was just... I don't know how I felt about it. <laughs> I love the so Big Bertha weird. scene. I was, the whole way through, I was like, oh my god, she's going to start liking Mario, isn't she? And then he's like, I'm going to use my moves on her. Dances, and then she actually likes him. I'm like, what? <laughs> how? Just why? Oh, it's a great film. <laughs> so uh, let's just go positive then. So... Any bits that you really kind of stood out to you that you really enjoyed? Um, well, the scene we just mentioned, the nightclub scene um, with the dancing and stuff, I for some reason really love that one. It kind of made me laugh that Mario's kink is revealed as, you know, being punched by a tall woman. Okay. <laughs> like, let's go with that. Apparently that scene is filled with actual strippers as well, so that's kind of hilarious to know as you watch it. Um, they also had some <laughs> tunes playing in that scene. We had Love is the Drug, 
the dinosaur song, I was like, I'm, you know, vibing. <laughs> that song's so getting played in this podcast at some point. Which is actually, it was actually used again in um, Ice Age 4, I believe, as well. That's four. The dinosaur. Well, they were in that as well. Well, Luigi Probably. was um, Sid, isn't he? In Ice Age. Oh, yeah. yeah. Fun fact. That's a good little... Uh, that is weird. <laughs> at least his career kind of got better from this. Wait, is that actually true? <laughs> I thought you lot were just making fun. <laughs> so he must have gone straight from this into Romeo and Juliet, though. This must be one of his earlier movies. Mm, he looked very young in this. Mm. It did really throw me off at first when Marilyn Luigi showed up and Luigi was super young. <laughs> just, I yeah. just imagined him with the moustache and everything, and it's like, that is not who I pictured. <laughs> I don't know if Harold Ramis from Ghostbusters was supposed to be kind of connected to Luigi at one point. I know he was supposed to go through some script rewrites, but I think he was also kind of they're trying to get him to be Luigi, which would have been a strange choice, but it would have been at least matching the ages up. Mm, very true. What about you then, uh, Noel? Uh, mm, mm. <laughs> if any. Um, pass? Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Marcus? Uh, <laughs> the film itself wasn't like I don't know. It it felt like there was loads of good bits that were just mashed together all wrong. Like if if they'd stuck to one idea mm. from the beginning, this film could have been really good one way or the other. Like depending on well, uh, pleasing one set of audience. You know they're trying to cut across between pleasing adults as pleasing children. And but the film itself, I feel like if they had taken away the Super Mario part altogether and just made it as two random. Like completely different characters, unique ones. This could have been a really good mm. film, but because they've tried to compare it yeah. and base it off of a, a game that already has a storyline, it just doesn't work. They, they're like, right, this is a yeah. story, we're going to copy it. Makes an entirely new story. It's, it doesn't work at all. What they should have done, instead of having Mario and Luigi, they should have had um, seven teenagers who have these medallions <laughs> when they hold them on their belt, they give them, like, super armour powers yeah, that's, and maybe big mech suits. That's a really unique idea. I think you should should really try and push for that to be done. I'm not sure they'd have to change much. I think you could you could probably name it um, the slightly above average... Uh, what do you call it? Campers. That's not the opposite of those words. <laughs> no. That's what you go for. <laughs> So I have to figure that. <laughs> What's the opposite of morphing? Morphing what? Yeah, I was trying to think of Power Rangers, but different. Yeah, that's what they're mighty, mighty morphing Power Rangers. Oh right. <laughs> Are okay. we all thinking about that <laughs> <it> now? <laughs> I am. Not so uh, mighty weak, anymore. Non-transforming. Uh, the Fantastic Seven. Not power. Choco Hour. <laughs> What about you, Mark? But no, me, I I love the Big Bertha scene. I think that's hilarious. I think you're right. If you were to make this a completely different film, but make it more 80s as well, it could be quite a good film. It is is alright. It's an alright film. It it, it is one of those kind of cult classic, it is so bad, it is good kind of movie. But this is actually the only live-action Nintendo movie based on Nintendo property that they've done until 2019. So yeah, this is probably the reason. Yeah. So they've obviously the been a bit is, burnt. This film's weird, because if it had come out in the 80s, it would have probably done a lot better, because it was mm. in that phase in the 80s where Nintendo was trying to get into the USA, mm. and literally all their adverts, if if you like YouTube them, like 80s Nintendo adverts, they're all like this film. 
Mm. They have absolutely nothing to do with the consoles or the games. It's just like stuff exploding just to try and capture Americans' attention. Oh, explosions. I think... Yes. <laughs> that is literally what it is. Because it wasn't the first time Mario is in a, in a movie. It was in... There's a movie from the 80s which involves a power glove. That's uh, the animated one. Cool. <laughs> no, no, it's a, it's a live-action movie. It's a kid gets the power glove and it goes into a, a Nintendo uh, gaming competition. A little bit like eSporting, but it was in the 80s. And they basically he used the power glove to get through the levels and he actually had Mar- him them playing the original Mario on that. That's the first time he kind of really appeared in a movie. Um, and I think they went from that and went, oh, that's worked quite well. Let's, let's do it ourselves kind of thing. But I think what went wrong is Disney then purchased the distribution rights in the US and they demanded several rewrites themselves. This is right before they started shooting, so the sets were even made. Um, but they wanted to make it more kid-friendly because the reading the script is like, strippers? Gritty strip clubs? I don't think so. Not in, not in, not in our uh, on our watch. And that's what's ruined it. But then nobody on set talked about the changes. So producers didn't know anything from the writers. The writers didn't know anything from the directors. Directors are like, fuck it, I'm just going to do what I want to do. But Hoskins is like, this is the worst thing I've ever done. This is the first thing. He's always, always stated this is the worst thing he'd ever done in his career. And him and a couple other members of the cast were just drinking all over it in between takes just to get through the record. <laughs> it's mental. And if you think this was the last time Disney tried to ruin something like that, you are wrong. Because this is no, exactly they, they what they did with Ant-Man. Yeah. Which Ant-Man is why Edgar different. Wright left. Because mm. they basically rewrote the script without him because they didn't like it. Still makes me sad. What could have yeah, been? Yeah, same. <laughs> well, we're lucky that mm. film wasn't more of a fuck-up than it was. It was still alright, but it's just like, what could have been with Edgar Wright still like... I want to see it. <laughs> yeah, I think it's yeah, yeah. I think Paul Rudd sort of took over um, with that other famous guy. Can't remember his name. Mm-hmm. Other famous writer. But otherwise, that would have been the same as this. Yeah, we'd have had another Mario film. A cult classic. You don't want that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Goombas. That's not what a Goomba looks like. We oh, know it's not what a Goomba up. looks like. Yeah, it's so weird. From like Ripley's Believe It or Not. <laughs> but the thing is, Goombas have famously got quite large heads and tiny compared bodies. to their bodies. They do. So it doesn't make any sense. A big head and legs. Did, it's just a giant mushroom. Did you not notice the, 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 the guy who was playing the guitar? I think his name was Toad when he got turned into a Goomba. Yeah. I thought that was going to be mm. them creating Toad because he was quite nice. But yeah. then it just was a Goomba. Mm. That, it wasn't Toad. <laughs> what happened to that? Yeah. Yeah, that's the only reference to Toads in the entire Someone film. Someone should give him his mushroom yeah. hat. That's what he was missing. Originally, it was the Mushroom Kingdom, because obviously Daisy's dad is a mushroom thing. That's leaking. <laughs> 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 but then they're saying it's part of the dino world. So it's, it's very kind of... Like, the wind originally it was supposed to be Mushroom Kingdom, and then they went, I oh, know, dinosaurs now. Okay? Dinosaurs. Everybody loves Jurassic Park. Let's do dinosaurs. Which is ironic, because two weeks after this movie was released in 1993, Jurassic Park was released. (laughs) Yeah. They were so successful in this film, they thought, we want some of that. Yeah. I want some dinosaurs. Yeah, two weeks they they made the film. Yeah, well, they should have had uh, Sam Neill as Mario. Could have done better. On the same week, this film went up against a, a, a Stallone classic movie. 
Cliffhanger. Totally different movies. But obviously Jurassic Park coming out and Jurassic Park's graphics is so amazing. And you look at the graphics in this one and it's so awful. But can't be much. You know, you've got a £48 million, you know, dollar budget on this. You can spend some more money on some of the other stuff. Jurassic Park only costs £15 million more. There you go. See, chuck a bit more in. They could have done better. <laughs> Should have just given up, really. I think they spent. Start they spent most of the money on just engines for cars and sparks flying off everything. Well, yeah, it must have just been the sets and the the uh, cast. Yeah, mm. primarily. Hey, talking about um, how Bob Hoskins hated this film, mm. I've got a little quote from him. Um. So, during this film, he took the job because he thought it was just going to be some easy money. Mm. For a start, he'd never heard of Mario, or, so he didn't know it was actually uh, made based on a game. Mm. He didn't really give a shit. Um, but he was also, during filming, stabbed four times, electrocuted, he broke his finger, and was nearly drowned. I want to know how he was stabbed. <laughs> Four times. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't actually elaborate. It's the electrocution one I'm more interested. I know how he broke his finger, but I don't know how all the other things happened. How do you nearly drown? How did he break, break his, his finger? finger? Um, it got shot in the van. <laughs> oh, <fair enough. laughs> how does he nearly drown though? Like there was no water. Clearly, anything can happen on this set. <laughs> he got gunged at one point, didn't he? Uh in the prison. yeah, it's true. Yeah. yeah, it's the only thing I can think of. <laughs> they just cut that bit out. They're like, nah, this is too bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Well, he almost drowned, so they probably had to for legal reasons. <laughs> you say that there are some films out there who uh, have uh, their actors die on set because they're drowning or whatever, and they still release it. What was it the True. crow had mm. someone got shot? That's the yeah. famous one. Someone yeah, he died. Shot, yeah. Yeah. Fake, mm. fake gun, but a real bullet in there. Why is there a real bullet in there? Gun? Yep. We'll never know. But anyway, so it goes to the question: Is this film just bad? Or is it good? So I'm going to, go to see Chloe first. Chloe, you're going to keep this in the vault. We're going to put it into the pit. It's going in the vault, and I'm also going to write and direct a sequel. <laughs> do you know what? At the end of this movie, you could so do a sequel. I really want to. <laughs> uh, Niall. Okay, I am going to put it in the pit because I've got a feeling that's what everybody involved in making the film would want. <laughs> that respect. So I'm Fine. doing it for them. Okay. <laughs> It's time to open up the door to the pit and throw it, and maybe throw it in, depending on what Marcus is going to say as well. Marcus. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, all up to you. Going to keep it in the vault. I'm going to put it in the oh, pit. The suspense, the tension. Uh, I'm going to put it in the vault. I, I want the cast yes. to be tormented. Another film <laughs> to do it all over again. <laughs> Make it better. Make it stronger. Drink so... more in between each scenes. Make it funnier. <laughs> See if we can get someone stabbed six times this time. Got two fingers in the back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but now it's now down to me. Then do I put it in the vault or do we go to a tie? This is awful. This movie is absolutely awful. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna put it in the pit. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I hate this movie. I really don't like this movie. So we are now tied. So now I've got to put it into purgatory. By the way, though, if we have put it down the pit, 
you can imagine. Yeah. You know that bit where Mario falls down the hole? <laughs> it's just going to look like that forever. Just go around and around. Just constantly going. Just, just constant. Yeah. Now I've got to create something that sounds like purgatory now. That's going to be fun. Right. Let's see what happens to the It's going to now go into the world of purgatory. It's just going to sit there in an utter just despair for the rest of its life. Why don't we let the viewers vote? Anything in purgatory is just we don't viewer vote. Marcus. Marcus, we don't have viewers. Yeah, come on, there's five free people out there. <laughs> this is <laughs> democracy. <laughs> no, it stays in fucking purgatory. It stays there and it likes you'll, it. You'll notice Marcus 1, 2, 3 and 4 have all voted for it to stay. <laughs> <laughs> That's not far off your Twitter name now, though, no, is it? Just, yeah. I clicked random generate name. Or I, I typed in Marcus and it was like... Oh yeah, this is uh, this username's taken. We recommend, and it had like a sixteen-digit long number, and I was like, "Yeah, sure." I don't even know what it is. <laughs> if I ever get locked this out, this is why we never tag you. If I ever get locked out, I'm fucked. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and we never tag you anything because of this reason. <laughs> so, our next film choice is going to be picked by Chloe. So, Chloe, what are you picking for our next? So bad is it good? I picked the Ginger Dead Man. Run, run, as fast as you can. Something's in the oven. The ginger dead man. <laughs> Evil never tasted so good. Eat me, you punk bitch! So, next episode, we're going back to horror, and we're going to be going to the bakery with the ginger dead man. Now, um, unfortunately, Niall's uh, laptop has decided to do an update halfway through this record, so he is gone from our record for some reason. So, <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, no, he, he's right here, Mark. Uh, I, I've got him with uh, me, yeah. uh, social distance, uh, of, of course. Of course. He, he can say goodbye, don't worry. <laughs> Why have you got him? No. No, don't hurt him. No, no, run away now. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> just just like goodbye. So again, thank you for joining us this week on the podcast. Um, as always, I've been joined by my amazing co-hosts. Chloe, where can people find you? Um, I'm on Twitter at ChloeDav196 and Letterboxd at DavisChloe7 and I also do Groovy Movie Reviews. Marcus? We'll always find you over on the Snake by Horrorcast. Um, you can also find me over at Bloody Good Reads and over at Snake by Horrorcast as well. Uh, Bloody Good Reads will be dropping a new episode every week as well. So do check out new episodes there. I think by the time this one goes out, we are just about to post our interview with Graham Masterton. He's a huge name in horror. Um, great chat. And there's a couple of really good stories of when he used to work in... Um, the adult magazine trade so there you go that's some good stories to tell you so as always you can find myself Marcus and Noel on the Snake Bite Horrorcast uh, a few changes to that's going to be up soon as well so we'll discuss that in the next episode a few kind of episode changes and how we're going to do the format and kind of make it a bit more easier for you guys to listen to the podcast as well and um, yeah we'll see you on that one as well so I have been your host Mark Goddard and I have been joined by Chloe Davies trust the fungus goodbye <laughs> Do it, Marcus. Oh, uh, no, come, come say goodbye to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Can't do any more than that for coffee. Right? He just recalled us. <laughs> <laughs> he says goodbye. He said to leave a note. He's, uh, he's His stomach just suddenly had a turn, so he's, he's just ran off quick. No, his laptop just He said goodbye, don't His worry. laptop just, just, just failed on us. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> goodbye, from, uh, and goodbye from me, and goodbye from Marcus. Toodles.